Blog Talk Radio.
Ministries on Sunday. I welcome you in the name of the Lord, and I'm Pastor Sabrina. For those of you who don't know, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And guess what? We have a wonderful announcement to rejoice in. Our brother Steve has transitioned. He's gone home to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He's done with the troubles of the world and the cares of this life. He's gone to be with God. And we are so proud of him. Amen. You know, God looks down and he sees our condition. And he will not allow anyone to get between him and his saints. He will not allow your bossy child who's an adult to try to take from you the preciousness that you found in Jesus Christ and in this ministry. And God will intervene when he sees that he cannot appeal to your know-it-all relatives. Amen? He protects the covenant relationship that we have with him. And so God looked down on Steve's situation. You know we've been praying for Steve. He, got, he fell into illness, okay? He got sick. And while he was recovering, of course, you know, your adult children think that it's their turn to run your life. Amen. They do some of them. All of them don't do that. Some of them know, well, mom liked it this way or auntie liked it that way, and that's the way they do it. But then there are others who have not learned that they're not God. Amen. And so if they attempt to interfere with the relationship that Jesus Christ has established with a body of believers that are true believers and with himself, he'll step in to intervene. And he did. Steve's gone home. Amen. Yes, 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 Steve's gone home. So, yes, we'll miss him, and LM will miss him. She was the closest person to him, I believe, closer than his biological family. And she watched over him. He didn't own a cell phone, so she had to be his connection with us. But he loved listening to the message, to the word, to the praying, to what we do here. You see, there are some people who truly do value this ministry. They don't want to just hear it whenever they get around to it. They want to hear it every opportunity they get. And God knew that about Steve. He loved this ministry. He loved the word of God. And as he listened to the ministry here, he grew closer to God and deeper in his commitment and devotion to the Lord. His faith bloomed. Amen? He couldn't do a whole lot about his natural circumstances, but God handled that too. At the right moment, Jesus came for him. 
Jesus came for him. No, the angels didn't come. They just accompanied Jesus. Jesus came for him. So we want to thank the Lord that Steve is in a wonderful place, the place where we wish we were, but you know that you got work to do, don't you? Amen. You still got work to do. That's why you're here. <laughs> Amen. But Steve is getting to see all of the things that we've talked about, all of the things we've discussed, and so much more, so much more. He gets to bask in the reality of what we're still trying to get most of you to believe. Amen? So I'm so very proud of him today. I'm so very proud of him. And I pray that each of you are encouraged by this. I know the natural cultural reaction is to be sad. But that's not how you act when someone goes to be with Jesus. You act according to the word. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen? So I'm very proud of Steve. I'm very proud of LM and her part in it because she played a pivotal and important role. She gave, and now we're going to believe God to pour back into her. For all that she poured out, we're going to ask God to heal her, to strengthen her, to encourage her, and to stir up the joy that's in her soul and allow it to rise up like a, like a volcano does and push the sorrow and grief out of the way. Heavenly Father, we so ask in the name of Jesus, tell Steve we'll catch him when we get home. We'll catch him when we get home. But in the meantime, enjoy your presence. Tell him to find Dr. Pat and tell him, tell her that we still love her. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we lift LM before you. We the God of all comfort. We ask you to comfort her. Show her mercy and compassion at every turn, Lord. Ease her burden. Give her the strength and the power that she needs, Lord, to walk through these days, not regretting, but being grateful that she was used of God. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you praise, Lord, when those, when those waves of sorrow and grief come. Let the praises of God flush them back in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor, and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Good afternoon, Miracle. Amen. And, you know, God is so gracious. He really is. The death of his saints is truly precious, and we need to think of it that way, too. It's precious to God. Remember when Stephen was trying to tell those people who Jesus really was, and they decided they would rather stone him to death. Jesus was 
seated on the throne in heaven. But when you read a little further, when they went to killing Stephen, Jesus stood up to receive his soul. He stood up. The King of kings and the Lord of lords stood up to receive his soul. So we know that Steve is in great company. Now he can meet Moses face to face. Amen? That ought to be fun. I think it ought to be fun. (laughs) Amen? So we're going to pray for LM and for his relatives and for his daughter who still thinks she's God. She has to meet the real God and find out that she's not. You know, there's a lot of this new generation that's not so new that think that if things don't suit them, they'll just change the whole culture to make it suit them. But it does not work that way, which we all know. It really doesn't work that way. Amen? Praise the Lord. And they'll have to find that out the hard way, it seems. Amen? They'll have to learn that one the hard way. They'll just have to hit that wall. They'll have to run into the rock of ages and find out he don't move. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, Father, we just want to thank you for this day. This is a beautiful day. This is a wonderful day, Lord. But first, we want to come before you, Lord, with all the things that didn't go just the way they were supposed to go. And we didn't do what we were supposed to do, or we forgot to do what we were supposed to do, or we just didn't have the right attitude about what we were supposed to do. You know, Lord, whatever that was. And for all the bad words we said when things didn't quite go right, even if it didn't come out of our lips, we thought about it. So, Lord, even if we got upset because it was raining and we couldn't do what we needed to do, whatever that was, Lord, we ask you to forgive us, Father. We're still human. We're still growing. Amen? Amen. And we're thankful for all the growth. Help us, Lord, when we reach those difficult places, when a relative or a loved one or a close friend is going to depart and we know it. Help us, Lord, inwardly to discover the strength that you are in us in our time of need. Help us to lean on you hard, Lord. Help us to allow you to take us through those days and those times one step at a time, listening very closely for the voice of the Holy Spirit, following every direction that he gives us, Lord. We want to thank you for the grace. We want to thank you for the power. We want to thank you for all that Jesus died for us to receive. We want to thank you for our inheritance in Jesus Christ. There's more power than we know about. There's more grace than we've experienced. There's more joy than we know about. But Steve's finding out about it, Lord, and we're proud of him. So, Lord, we want to thank you. We want to thank you today. And we want to thank you for having mercy on us and forgiving us of all our sins. 
even the generational sins, Lord, that we keep tripping up over. No, our grandma did not come back from the grave. That's just our flesh. Amen. When we see ourselves acting out what we know came from them but is not of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You're so kind. You're so loving. You're so compassionate. You understand the why between our, behind our what. Amen. So we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. Father, I ask that you restore sleep to Brother Bill. Amen. He was up early. Yes, I was up long before him. <laughs> and when you sent me back to bed, you made him get up. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Lord. It's good to have a backup. Amen? Amen. It's good to have a backup. So, Lord, back our sister up as she walks through the sorrow of losing a very, very, very close friend. Thank you, Lord, for using her. Thank you for her yielding to your spirit and reward her for the work that she has done well. Amen. Now you get to talk to Jesus for a couple of minutes. Explain your own sins. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, You do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. All right. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Hallelujah for not being condemned with the world. Amen. Amen, amen. How's the sound, Brother Bill? 
myself as you love me. All right? Repeat. And to love myself as you love me. That's better. And for helping me to like myself as well. Repeat. And for helping me to like myself as well. Praise God. We're doing very good today. From this time forward, I will walk in love towards you, toward others, and myself. Repeat. And myself. Because I know Jesus Christ loved me and gave himself for me. Repeat. Because I know Jesus Christ loved me and gave himself for me. Let's try that one again. Because I know Jesus Christ loved me and gave himself for me. It's personal. It's very personal. He's not some arbitrary God sitting in an arbitrary heaven. No, it's very personal because he personally came and escorted Brother Steve to his heavenly home. Amen. I trust you, Father, to continue your workmanship in my life. Yes, it's a process. It's a process. For I know that you are working within me, both to will and to do your good pleasure and your will. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you. I'm so glad that we understand. Amen. That God loves us. And he expects us to love ourselves, not just love others, you know. We heard the one by love your neighbor as you love yourself, and we just delete the last part, but you can't delete that. Amen. Amen. You're supposed to love you too. Jesus loves you. He loves you more than you will ever know. And you can't treat you bad by saying bad things about you. So you're displeased with how you look physically at the moment. Well, Jesus can handle that. And besides, look around. Other people look just as bad as you think you look. And they're smiling. So what's with you? They're buying new clothes and say, see my new dress? Hey, can you see? And they're not worried about how many pounds they put on during COVID. They're going right along, and as the pounds come off, they'll go back to their old clothes. You got it? That's how that works. So just because you're not where you think you ought to be is no reason not to say hallelujah, praise the Lord for progress. Amen? Amen. God made you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You're good enough for him, and you're good enough for you. Amen? Amen? All right. Praise the Lord. So now we're going to talk about driving out Satan. Yes, we're going to talk about that. We're going to run him out. There's one right over there. We're going to talk about driving Satan. Jesus Christ confronted Satan. He did not sidestep the enemy. 
confronted it. He didn't sidestep it, which means we can't sidestep him either. We can't keep going along to get along, and we can't be passive with the enemy or walk in denial and try to pretend we don't know we're being attacked. we got to deal with it. Amen? When the enemy is attacking, know it. Go to Jesus to find out what to do about it. Jesus made no attempt to keep the peace with the devil. Well, if I don't attack you, maybe you won't bother me. No. He's going to attack you anyway. You're a Christian. And he figures that's what you're here for, for him to attack you. Not that he doesn't attack heathen as well. He does. He just hates the Jesus in you. And he's going to attack you wherever he can. All right? No, Jesus didn't keep the peace. Like a mighty warrior, Jesus engaged the devil in combat. His mouth was filled with a with powerful lethal weapons hitting their mark and driving satan out yes in the book of revelation you see a sword coming out of jesus's mouth it's the same sword that you see throughout the bible it's the sword of the spirit you know Jesus wasn't like me the first couple of times I went to the range. He didn't miss like I did. (laughs) He hit the target the first time. I didn't do that, but I'm learning. (laughs) Amen? Praise the Lord, because he's teaching me. So today, we will focus yet again on the confrontations between Jesus and Satan, which occurred in the wilderness. Now, as you remember, after John the Baptist baptized Jesus in the Jordan River, and yes, the water is cold. I can personally testify it's icy cold, okay? It is very cold. That wasn't just a song they sang. That was the truth. (laughs) Jordan is cold, okay? And no, we don't have any of it here in Florida, sorry. However, however, they had a serious confrontation. In this battle, Jesus Christ clearly reveals how we can face Satan. Because we have to face him. And if you're one of those people, you still want to run from him, you're not going to get away with that. See, Jonah thought, he could get away from what Jesus told him to do. So he took a cruise and ended up being swallowed by a whale, and the whale dumped him off. He didn't smell as nice as he did when he got on the cruise ship, but he had seaweed and puke all over him, and he still had to do what Jesus told him to do. So you can't run from this, okay? There's no running away from it. Forget that idea. Amen. Face it, Satan. We must fight and engage the enemy every single day. God has guaranteed that evil men and seducers 
shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. In the time in which we live, it's going to be very difficult to be a true Christian. People have changed. They are lawless and unrestrained. They no longer honor boundaries nor respect the rights of others. Some will even go to church, but they won't really believe anything that they hear. So don't you yield to these kind of people. Amen? Not for a moment. Not for a second. Not at all. Jesus Christ has revealed to us in his earthly life. Remember, when he came, he was born like a human being. He was a human being, even though he was the son of God, and he walked around flesh and blood just like us. Yes, he had to clean his mouth out and take baths and all that kind of stuff and put up with his siblings and help his mother out and help his father and learn the carpentry business. He had to grow up. He had to play with the other kids in the neighborhood. He had to put up with their little, you know what. And so, you know, he had a real life. Yes, he sneezed. In case you were wondering, during his life, he did sneeze. Okay? Amen? And he had to learn going to school as a little Jewish boy who he was from the scriptures. Just like we learn who we are from the scripture. Amen? Amen. That's the way it works. So Jesus Christ has revealed to us in his earthly life how we can face Satan in every trial, every temptation, and every attack of the enemy in total victory. In total victory. We can walk in victory. Following his baptism in the Jordan River, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. There, away from the crowd, he spent 40 days in prayer and fasting. He did not have a video game. He didn't have a television. He didn't have a microwave. He didn't have a cell phone. He didn't have an automobile. I know you think you can't live without these things, but Jesus never had any of them. Amen? Think about that. All these things that we think are essential to living, Jesus had none of them. There was no 7-Eleven in the wilderness. All right, you better think about this, because this is real. No, he didn't have a shower out in the wilderness. Amen. No, he didn't have a coffee maker, and there was no coffee. No, he didn't have those amenities of life that we think are essential for getting up every day. He had none of that. He was out there with the animals and with the wilderness. And lo and behold, who shows up? Satan. So, following his baptism in the Jordan River, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. 
So just as we taught you that you're supposed to be led moment for moment by the Holy Spirit, Jesus practiced what we're telling you. He was led by the Holy Spirit. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. There, away from the crowds, he spent 40 days in prayer and fasting. He spent 40 days communing with God. He spent 40 days seeking divine direction. He invested 40 days of fasting and prayers in preparing himself for the work he had been commissioned to do. It was during this time of focus and concentration that Satan came to Jesus and the battle was on. This means war. So, in Luke, Luke chapter 4, I'm going to begin with verse 1. Luke chapter 4. beginning with verse 1. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did eat nothing. No, he did not celebrate the 4th of July. It didn't exist that way yet. And in those days, he didn't eat anything at all. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. He got hungry afterward. Mm-hmm. So you can press into the grace of God so that you're not hungry on a fast. Right, church? Amen. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, if, yeah, that was the devil, just like he did Eve, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written. This is how Jesus handled it. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Every word of God. So Jesus is out in the wilderness not living on bread. He's living on the word of God. He's not in the flesh. He's in the spirit. Why? Because he's living by the word of God. And the devil taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will I give it. Hmm, really? And thou, if thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. Well, why would Jesus 
want to worship Satan, a creature that was kicked out of heaven. Can you imagine something that you made stands up to you one day and tells you, all these kingdoms are mine. You go, really? (laughs) And if you bow down and worship me, I'll give them all back to you. (laughs) No, Jesus did not read him. He gave him the word. Amen? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. That was nice. That was very nice of Jesus, don't you think? And he brought him to Jerusalem. The devil wasn't finished. He got to try some more, you know. He never just comes at you one way, one time. No, he likes to do like they do in the boxing ring. They give you this punch, this jab, and then they head for the knockout. Try to remember that. When he hits you the first time, you better get up and do what you're supposed to do because he's coming back with two, three, and the knockout. Get it? That's the idea. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If, here he goes again, thou be the son of God, cast thyself down from hence. Now, why would Jesus want to jump off the pinnacle of the temple? For it is written, here's the devil going to quote the word to you. He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. The devil will come and quote the word to you. This is out of context as he wants to be. But he'll come and quote scripture to you. And Jesus said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had ended all the temptations, he departed from him for a season. You see, the devil doesn't like getting whooped. But this proves you can whoop him. You can whoop him and make him wish that he didn't know you. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him throughout all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. Amen? Amen. So now Jesus has clearly shown us how to stomp the devil. Amen? He showed us you don't need a Glock, you don't need a Smith & Wesson, you need the Word of God. So now you got it now? You got it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Satan knew that Jesus had been sent forth and commissioned by God to defeat him. Jesus knew that Satan had come in an attempt to stop him from fulfilling God's will. So it was on. Jesus knew who Satan was and why he was there. He knew 
that Satan was a deceiver and a liar and had come to tempt him to sin against God. Heads up, saints. Satan, regardless to whom he uses, is a deceiver and a liar and has come to tempt you to sin against God also. Saints, Jesus was prepared for this encounter. He was prepared for this encounter. Jesus understood who he was. He got it. It was settled in him. There was no question mark. He understood and received his assignment called of the Father to defeat Satan. He didn't stand there pretending, well, maybe I'm supposed to do something else today. No. And you can't try that one either. Jesus had been endued with the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus knew that he was being upheld with the power and authority in the name of Almighty God and that all heaven was backing him up. You're supposed to know that too, by the way. Well, saints, when are you going to come to this understanding? Jesus had it when he faced the devil, and why not you? God is still waiting. He's waiting on you to arrive. He sees you coming in a distance, but he's waiting for you to get there. Luke chapter 4, verse 36. Luke chapter 4, verse 36. Amen? Luke chapter 4, verse 36. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits, and they come out. Not like the seven sons of Sceva who got a whooping and ran out naked. They should have been so humiliated. <laughs> Amen? Yes, saints, you are expected to actually believe this. It's not optional. Authority means that rights have been extended to you to exercise power. Power in this text means the miracle power of God. So now we have the right to exercise under the supervision of the Holy Spirit the miracle working power of God. So why do you sit there and let the devil mess with your emotions? Why do you leave that door open for him to bother you? When he starts his foolishness, why don't you just take him out? You've been taught to do this. Amen? You've been taught. 
You've been given the word. You've been given boot camp scriptures. You, boy, have we laid it on you here. They don't put icing on cakes the way we lay the word out on you. Or else some of you, all you need is icing. Anyway. <laughs> so now what are you sitting there staring for? The devil is poking at me. Well, you know what to do. You've got a sword. You've got armor on. You know where to poke him. Go for it. Nowhere in the Bible does Jesus tell you, well, just pet Satan on the head and let him get away with it. You know he's just a fallen angel. Doesn't tell you to do that. It tells you, first of all, to resist him. Then you're told to bind him. Then we teach you all kinds of things to do to him. And you get to use the word to do them. Okay, we got that covered? Amen. Praise the Lord. Do give attention to the strategy that Jesus used. He did not say the following. He did not say, I can't take any more of this. It's wearing on me. He didn't say, and my feelings are hurt. I don't see him saying anything about his feelings at all. He didn't say, well, I went to the doctor and he told me. He didn't say that either. Uh-huh. He didn't say, I quit. I can't take any more. He didn't say that either. He didn't say, I'm hungry. I'm going to get a pizza. I'm tired of this fast. He didn't say that either. Not to mention there were no pizzas in the wilderness. Amen. No, that's not what Jesus as a human being did. This is why complete obedience is mandatory. You're standing there facing the devil. That's not the time to flinch, and it's certainly not the time to run. No, you cannot run into your little cubicle and the enemy will go away. It's just not going to happen like that. Warriors must learn how not to quit. Warriors must learn how not to quit. Warriors must learn how not to quit. Warriors must be trained not to quit. Warriors must be trained not to quit. Their flesh must die. That part about I am crucified with Christ, it's real. They must be committed to seeing the battle through to victory. Warriors must be committed to seeing the battle through to victory. Saints, we have not been called to a comfort zone. All of the pleasures and comforts of life 
That's not what he called us to. I know that's what some of us want desperately. We want to go to Paris and see the Eiffel Tower. And we want to go to the mountain. And we want to go here that Jesus did not call us to that. We might experience some of that while we're here, but that's not what we're called to. No, we have been called to a combat zone. That's where we see Jesus here, in a combat zone. There was no choir with robes on singing, glory, glory, hallelujah. No, there was no choir out there. Amen? Amen. No, we have been called to a combat zone to execute the victories of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, three times during this encounter, Satan attacked Jesus, the human being, tempting him to sin against God. Three times Jesus took authority over Satan by speaking the written word of God. Three, God will allow the battle to rage on, saints, until the would-be warrior comes into the right mindset. God will allow the battle to rage on, saints, until the would-be warrior comes into the right mindset. God's training you to be a warrior? Well, you better get used to war. You better get used to fight. That's how you get trained. You get trained by doing. Amen. You got to get the right mindset. The right mindset says that I'm here until the victory is accomplished. Jesus didn't run off from the battlefield and say, excuse me, this fast is almost over. I'm going to go find me something to eat. He didn't do that. The devil left him. Amen. I can't take anymore. You'll take as much as God calls you to take. We teach you don't wait till the battle is over to shout. You know in the end you're going to win. So your praises ought to be going up now. Amen? When Satan challenged Jesus to prove that he was the son of God, And turning a stone to bread, Jesus spoke the word. It is written. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. But speaking of Jesus, he answered and said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Amen. How many times in the scriptures does it say for us to obey the voice of the Lord? Well, he means it, and he's not changing his mind. Jesus did not go off on a tangent. 
he did not veer from the established line of attack. Okay? He just didn't. Satan again challenged Jesus to prove that he was the son of God by throwing himself down from the pinnacle of the temple. Again, Jesus spoke the word. It is written, drop down to verse 7, Matthew chapter 4, verse 7. Jesus said unto him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Amen. In his final attempt during this encounter, Satan promised to give Jesus all the kingdoms of the world if Jesus would only bow down and worship him. Again, Jesus, the human being, spoke the word. It is written. Verse 10, Matthew chapter 4, verse 10. Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. As Jesus spoke the written word of God, Satan had to retreat because God said in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. God's word comes with God's power. And it does exactly what he wants it to do, exactly where he sent it. You know, not like your children. You tell them, go pick up that piece of paper, and they go find something else to do. It's not like that. No comparison. When God speaks, his word carries his power and his intent. It goes where he sends it, and it does what he sent it to do. And it does not return to him empty, having not done what he sent it to do. Amen? So when Jesus tells us to do something, we're supposed to do it. Not like King Saul, half doing a job. Amen? Amen. So, Jesus confronted Satan and defeated him. By speaking the word of God, God has planned for you to confront the enemy wherever you find him, and by speaking the word, destroy his strongholds and conquer him in the power and authority of the Holy Spirit. God sent forth his word into the earth, and it will not return to him void. Amen? He has planned for his word to be in you. And as you speak it forth, it will be as a mighty weapon driving the enemy out of your life and circumstances. Driving the enemy out of your life and circumstances. You got to run him out. He's not going to leave on his own. 
You can't go fix him a grilled cheese sandwich and say, here, if I give you this, will you go? It won't work. Amen? There's no placating him. He's rebellious. You've got to remember that about him. You have to drive him out in the name of Jesus. All right. We've gotten that far. Praise the Lord. He has planned for his word to be in you, and as you speak it forth, it will be as a mighty weapon driving the enemy out of your life and circumstances. As you speak God's word, it will be as God promised Jeremiah the prophet, a devouring flame against the enemies of God. In Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 14, Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 14, Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 14, wherefore thus saith the Lord God of hosts. This is the Lord God of war. That's what the Lord of hosts means. He's the commander-in-chief of the armies of God. He is the Lord God of war. Our God is a man of war. Wherefore, thus saith the Lord God of hosts, because ye speak this word, behold, I will make my words in thy mouth fire, and this people would, and it shall devour them. He means for us to speak his word and put the enemy to flight. Continually, as you speak forth God's word, it will be as a crushing hammer, breaking down the obstacles and hindrances Satan has placed in your way. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 29. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 29. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 29. Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? You found a hard place that's resisting you? Use the word. Speak the word. Amen. Saints, you can't continue to react in the flesh whenever something occurs that disturbs you. You can't just react in regular old self. That's not it. Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse 24. Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse 24. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with its affections and lust. What I want, what I think, and what I feel. They put it to death, just like Jesus was crucified on the cross. That part of them, they crucified it too. Amen? If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. We're going to live in the Spirit with God? Then we got to live our lives every day that way. Amen. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. 
Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It means you won't turn tail and run. You'll stand up to the devil with the word of God, and you too will say, it is written. And you'll say it till he leaves. Galatians 2.20, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, in this natural body, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I'm doing it his way, not the way I've always done it, not the way I see other people doing it, not the way they taught me maybe you should have, could have, would have. I'm doing it God's way. I'm taking his pathway to victory. Go in the word of God. Walk according to the word. You've been given the boot camp scriptures and experience victory in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I'm so glad you're ready. I'm, I'm so glad to know that you are ready. Yes, you're ready. So now that God has told us this today, we know what the week is going to be like, don't we? We got a heads up. We know the devil is sitting around some little sneaky corner waiting on us to show up. So we should not be surprised that he does show up indeed. Amen? Because Jesus was prepared and so are we. Let's do battle. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, all his demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all reporting, watchers, peepers, whips, Whisperers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons and their attacks. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all brainwashing and Kundalini spirits and their attacks. 
or water and marine spirits in their attacks, or sex devils in their attacks, unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust drone spirits, all sorcery devils in their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, the seducer in their attacks, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons in their attacks, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing in Jesus' name. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are demons. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks. We bind everything coming off the cell lights, through the cell towers, and through our electronic devices to hurt us in Jesus' name. We bind all EMF attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils, all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices on the head of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency weapons and all 5G and their components. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, global cabal group, indigenous group, Malaysian group, Arabian group, all every coven of witches, warlocks, and wizards. We bind them in all of their occult work in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind witches that sit, as they think, around the globe, calling down curses on people in Jesus' name. We bind them in their works, and we send their evil works back to them in the name of Jesus to cling to them. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture. We bind um, impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedication, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon in Jesus' name. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. Spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God, and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind the transference of evil spirits, mammon and his agents, 
And we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the sender according to the covenant. We bind every attack that came through our vocation in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every attack that came through our vocation in the name of Jesus. We bind every attack that came through our vocation, and we send it back in Jesus' name. We bind the bondage of generations of fools. We bind the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal. Retribution, counterattack, psychic weapons, retaliation, gang up, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website and against us. Returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, voodoo, and whatever else they use. Returning all Nigerian witchcraft, all Igbo witchcraft, all Chaldean witchcraft, all Spanish witchcraft, all German witchcraft, all Kabbalah witchcraft in Jesus' name. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus, binding superficial religious acts. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor, and the spirits and works of the children in disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, Haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic heals, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. If you've got shadowy figures moving through your home, there's some serious repentance that Jesus Christ is waiting for you to do. Get to it. Whatever Jesus has told you to, to do, you need to get to doing it. You want him to remove those shadowy figures from your home? They're there because sin is there. They're there because sin is there. Amen. Praise the Lord. I hope you understood that. Oregia rasha rikuto dobre shalare diosu la rea kaharikisa. 
We bind the king of pride. We cut off his seven hands. We close his eyelids. We put out his fire. We break his jaw. We break his death robe in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and solely sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, all combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, On, Isis, and all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and 72. We bind you all and we chain you in eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, and pledge in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and masonry, and the works of all the associated organizations in the name of Jesus. We break the wicked powers of Freemasonry in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for truth in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans, and we return these afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinion. We bind being misled. And we return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear their harassments, their witchcraft, their attacks, back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind the rituals of every secret society in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. 
When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, and we command them to leave us now in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted or were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our mode of transportation, the road on which we travel. We thank you, Jesus, for being a fence all around us every day. And we are we take authority, dominion, and power over animals, objects, uh, unruly drivers, poor driving, bad bad roads, impediments in the road, and foul weather in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you that you sent your angels out ahead of us. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over the demons that move at the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to penetrate our dreams, we command them to stay away. We thank you, Lord, for your protection. We thank you for the wall that surrounds us with your glory in the midst, the wall of fire that you have given us that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your protection. We pull out any sharp pain in the name of Jesus. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and we return it to the sender in Jesus' name. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourselves, all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We break the power of every charm, love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetishes, psychic prayers, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, voodoo, magic, sorcery, mind control, death, bewitchment, potions, jinxes, psychic power, torment, pain, sickness, destruction, psychic warfare, prayer chains that are ungodly, incense and candle burning, incantations, chanting, ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystals, root work, tribal rituals and sin, and anything else sent by the devil in Jesus' name. We gladly return it to him in the name of Jesus Christ. We send back spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, and wicked powers and influences in Jesus' name. We send back spirits of blindness, bondage, and heaviness in Jesus' name. We break and destroy every yoke that is not of Jesus Christ because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. We thank you, Lord, for repentance. We ask, Lord, that these wicked people doing these wicked things 
Come to repentance, Lord. We ask for you to convict their hearts, but if not, your word is clear. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Rise for the benediction. Amen. Amen. The Lord says, whatever we bind on earth, he binds in heaven. And whatever we loose, he loose. Amen. Amen. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. And the church said amen. 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 Loosing upon the members of the body of Christ the favor of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. There it goes. There it is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, saints, Pastor loves you. Pastor wants you to be safe. Enjoy your fireworks, but make sure it's safe, all right? Amen. Enjoy the blessings of this past fast. God is going to honor what we did in his name. Amen? Amen. So get in the chat room, especially those of you that have gotten lax about it or have not done it. And I'm asking you and encouraging you once again to enter one scripture. Yes, every day, at most, at least every other day, one scripture to encourage your brothers and sisters in Christ. We all need encouragement. And God has ordained that encouragement to come through us. You don't have to enter five scriptures, just one. But I don't have time. Well, if you have time to go to the bathroom and take care of those necessities, you have time to enter one scripture in the chat room. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You go to the bathroom, right? You don't fail to do that. Well, don't fail to do this either. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Pastor loves you, and I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Don't forget to pray for That you died on Calvary.